What's happening, guys? We are three hours late for this episode of Talking Paranormal. And as you can see, my co-host Matt is MIA. <laughs> so unfortunately for you guys, you just have me tonight. Um, tonight's episode, we're gonna be talking about Autech. Now, Autech is slated to be the Navy's Area 51. So we're gonna get into that towards the end of the show. Um for now, I I'm not sure. I know that uh, ah, Dustin, Dustin is in the chat. I will send you the link, Dustin. Feel free to join whenever you want. Um, before we get into the Autech discussion, which I don't know that much about Autech, but I did a little bit of preliminary research and stuff. I do believe it's the Navy's Area 51. So let's just get that out of the way. But I'm going to post the link in the chat. Anybody is welcome to join me on screen tonight. So the invite to join me will be in the chat for anyone that wants to jump on. Um, since Matt isn't here with us tonight, I'm probably just going to uh, do what we did on the last show, which is pull up um, our buddy Nuke, <laughs> his top five. Uh, it is October. It's the scary month. So we're going to pull up a top five scariest ghost videos. Uh, it's about 25 minutes long, so that'll kill some time. Um, and it should be pretty interesting. Okay, the chat now has links in both the Facebook chat and uh, the YouTube chat. So feel free to click on the link. That'll bring you into the green screen, and I will bring you on um, at the earliest convenience. All right, so let's go ahead and just jump right into these videos. I'm going to share my screen here. Let's uh, Let's fire this up. And hopefully... The audio won't be too loud for you guys, but you'll be able to still hear it here. So this is uh, Nuke's top five scary ghost videos to spook you. Let's see if we can get spooked. All right. Let's check this out. Top five ghosts caught on camera. The Church of the Dead. Whoa. Paranormal investigators Jeff and Phil from the YouTube channel Ghost Tech Paranormal Investigations are the first ghost hunting team to ever be allowed to explore and investigate the infamous Mount Fitchett Church near Stansted, Mount Fitchett, England. The church itself has stood for over 900 years. Let me know if the audio uh, is too loud for you guys in the chat. I'm not sure how loud it's playing back. And is surrounded by an ancient graveyard. The burial ground is the final resting place for some entire families as well as wealthy lords of the past and soldiers who perished in battle long ago in many different wars. With hundreds of years of dark history, it's no surprise that the church is said to be extremely haunted. Visitors claim to hear sounds and voices, and a photo was captured of what appears to be two shadow figures sitting in one of the pews. The Mount Fidget Church was closed and abandoned in 1967. Ghost Tech team sets up a few static cameras and sits down to ask some questions of any spirit that might be present. When Phil asks for a sign, something seems to answer. Could you make yourself known, either by talking to us, shouting your name? How creepy is it when you're doing these investigations, when you're asking the presences to make themselves known? And shit actually happens. That's some scary shit. Or banging on something or moving something. Could you do that now for me, please?
That was definitely footsteps. Yeah. There's no one else around here, not even outside. No one for a, you know, it's just countryside. There's no one around here. That was footsteps inside on the floor, and it was right down. This is during the daylight, too. That's kind of creepy. There, at the back where the door is. Here is the enhanced audio taken from our static cam facing the chancel. That was definitely footsteps. Yeah. If you'd like to communicate with us, please do so. We don't mean you no harm or disrespect. Earlier on, we heard... Yeah, that's creepy. We both hear a voice come from the opposite end of the church, but even after enhancing the distant voice, we cannot make out what is being said. Earlier on, we heard... The two friends hear the sound of footsteps and a soft voice coming from somewhere inside the church. Later, as day turns to night, the team sets up static night vision cameras to continue recording. What happens next is truly bizarre. Can you hear us? I ask if any of the spirits can hear us. And we receive a response as there is loud banging as we enter the chancel. Here is the enhanced audio. Can you hear us? our first session and unknown to us at the time our static cam one is capturing a shadow figure moving within the chapel oh yeah right back there wow creepy shit you got shadows in a church you know Could easily be somebody off camera, though. A loud sound can be heard, and their static camera captures the shadow moving in and out of sight in one corner. Mm. Now, it's worth mentioning that investigators Jeff and Phil are far away and walking in the opposite direction. Okay. So whatever this shadow is, it couldn't have been cast by either of them. Mm. Now, this story doesn't stop there, because the ghost tech guys aren't the only ones who seem to have captured strange paranormal evidence at the Mount Fidget Church. A little over a year ago, 42-year-old Stephen Regoli was hit by a train and lost his life near Whoa. the old Mount Fitchett Church. A hiker captured something on camera near the train tracks. Something downright chilling. 
What the a terrifying fuck? pale translucent figure can be seen drifting through the air on a path Whoa. near the church. So, could it be that the Mount Fidget Church is truly haunted? Did Jeff and Phil capture evidence of... I'm sorry, but that looked fake as fuck. <laughs> ...spirits that still walk the church grounds. Let me know what you think. You can watch this entire video and a follow-up part two that will be coming soon over on the YouTube channel, Ghost Tech Paranormal Investigations. Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying that one, guys. <laughs> the Tower of Terror. In what's supposed to be the happiest place on Earth, an ominous mock grand hotel towers above the awestruck happy crowd below. The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in Disney's California Adventure Park is a free-fall ride that's dedicated to the popular TV show, The Twilight Zone. Now, over the years, the Tower of Terror attraction became known for one particularly creepy real-life ghost story. It is said that a Disney cast member suddenly suffered a massive heart attack Whoa. and passed away while welcoming guests onto the ride. Many visitors and employees claim to have seen his ghost and have reported random noises and flickering of the lights, even when the ride is not in operation. Sam Worth was visiting the park and recorded videos to capture the fun trip with his family. To his surprise, he also captured something he did not expect at the Tower of Terror. Man. A strange translucent apparition can be seen on one of the levels at the Tower of Terror. Now, many of Sam's viewers believe the figure to simply be another hologram on the ride. Yeah. But I looked through hours of footage of this ride on YouTube, and I have not found any evidence of there being a hologram at this particular spot on the ride. In fact, this is the area on the ride where a picture is taken of the guests. interesting oh yeah so the creepy apparition remains a mystery but sam isn't the only one who captured bizarre footage on the tower of terror God. this next video a maintenance that's man tough the i don't know if i believe that quality check on the disney ride he's completely alone or is he the uncut footage is over two minutes long, but to save time, I just cut the video down to the spookiest part. What a job. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I see that. Man, uh, God, Did that's tough. It? That's tough. I don't know if I... It appears on a seat behind the maintenance oh. van. But it's only visible for less than a second. Three twentieths of a second to be exact. I was seeing something else. It moves two seats away. Oh, okay, right that's what I was seeing. the oblivious worker. Okay. And it appears two more times. Okay. Again, I checked to make sure that there are no hologram effects in place in the seating area. And there are none. Also, the hologram effects that appear on the ride show multiple characters, and none of them are seated as these figures appear to be. So it seems very unlikely that this would be a reflection. So just what 
is this? Could it be that the spirit of the man who suddenly lost his life on the Disney ride is still around? Or is it just some very, very... Or could it just be that Disney is scary as fuck? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's some creepy shit that happens at Disney, but that's a story for another show. Strange light reflection. You decide. If you see a video that you think would be perfect for the top five, or if you have a ghost hunting channel and you caught something great, contact me at nukestop5 at gmail.com. Do you think that guy knows about these videos? (laughs) I mean, he would have to, right? That's creepy. I'd probably be looking for another job. (laughs) Attachment. Paranormal investigator Jordan from the YouTube channel Paranormies says that he believes some dark, angry spirit has attached itself to him after one of their investigations. Oh, that's cool. So... Back during an investigation at a haunted church in Canada, Jordan and fellow investigator John... What is with these haunted churches, dude? Ouija board planchette ...without saying goodbye. Oh, cool. Which legend Neat. around the board says that you're never supposed to do. Jordan says that with every paranormal investigation since, something seems to be surrounding him and even physically attacking him. Whoa. Even more disturbing... The entity seems to have followed him home. Oh, that's real The investigator has experienced trouble sleeping, continuously waking up throughout the night. And he says he feels drained of energy each day. Me too. Jordan wakes up in what he believes to be a state of sleep paralysis. And he sees a woman with long, dark hair watching him from his bedroom door. The woman disappears. But since then, Jordan says he has seen the woman many times from the corner of his eye. Disturbed by what's happening to him, he decides to spend a few nights in his parents' RV, away from his home and family. (laughs) He wants to confirm once and for all if a strange presence is truly attached only to him. It did not go well. The first night, nothing much happens. But the second night, Jordan begins to hear something very frightening. He's been drinking. (laughs) sure he always heard that but i've been hearing that all night can barely get to sleep a strange unexplained static sound seems to resonate throughout the entire rv and jordan is unable to pinpoint exactly where the noise is coming from it almost sounds like a voice is trying to break through the static and the next night it just gets worse Oh, yeah. Bring that shit home. (laughs) Good God. Oh, yeah. Neat. (laughs) Man. Movement can still be heard from inside the bathroom. 
Who is that? Let's go over there and throw the door open, dude. Take charge. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Why are you following me? Anybody in there? Oh, man. Last thing I would want to do if I'm like trying to see if I'm being followed is get drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Slam that door. Slam it. Oh, my God. Whoa. After his terrifying experiences in the RV, Jordan returns. To answer your question, Brian, yes, I am by myself. Matt is uh, playing grab ass at some, at some car show right now. <laughs> uh, I'm only late because I had to, to go pick up my car and stuff. But uh, I was, I'm so tired right now, but, you know, we missed last week because I was out traveling, playing grab ass in Arizona. And uh, I decided that, uh, you know, the show must go on. So here we are tonight. It's home. But back at his house, his little dog, Zeus, seems to be very disturbed by something Jordan can't see. Oh, man. Jordan picks up his camera and begins to film. What's wrong? Something there? Yeah, dipshit. <laughs> Summoning demons and shit. <laughs> Poor dog. Oh, man. Oh. Little Zeus sees something and jumps back in fear. What happens next is downright chilling. Oh, God. Hello. Very cool. Oh, God, he's got to go down the stairs. Oh, the dark hallway. Oh, man. <laughs> There's nobody there. Oh, man. This, this one's kind of creeping me out. That poor dog. He's just like, you got to stop doing this shit, Dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> cool. Very cool. Oh, God. Why are you following me? Was there something in the reflection? Oh, God. It wasn't the dog growling. Oh, my God. Oh, that's creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah, neat. Oh, yeah, neat. Oh, man. Oh, so you're going to leave the dog, asshole? Wow. 
You're gonna leave the dog. What a dick. In the reflection of the window, Jordan sees someone or something staring back at him from around the hallway corner. Oh yeah, fuck he that. He quickly pans around, but no one there. Yeah. When he walks into the hallway, he hears a growl, and the bathroom door swings open and a bath towel falls to the floor. This is when Jordan has just had enough for a while. And leaves and the dog. to leave and stay over at the home of friend and fellow investigator Johnny. That poor so dog. what do you think is happening to Jordan? Could something dark and sinister truly be stalking him? You know what? I don't Let feel bad for Jordan. In the comments. He left his dog. You can check out this entire video wow. with dog, even more paranormal scared shitless, over on the leaves YouTube the channel, dog. Paranormal. You know what I mean? And they what say a part dickhead. two will be coming soon. I hope that the man demon haunts the fuck out of him. There. Wow. Paranormal YouTube channel Fourth Wall received a video from a man that says... Am I out of line? You're going to leave the dog who is scared shitless. <laughs> you know what I mean? After you hear a growl and a dark shadow figure and some shit's moving around in your house, you're like, screw this, I'm out of here, and you're going to leave your dog, you piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> what a dick. That dog, man, I feel bad for that dog. He captured something very disturbing in a quiet Japanese What a piece of shit. That's going to bother me. It's late what a piece no of shit. Around when the men spot something strange going on with a swing set in a nearby park. He's a little freaked out and believes he might be experiencing something paranormal. So he places his work phone on top of a tall playset and sets it to record. He then takes his personal phone and films as he approaches the swing set. Oh, cool. Wow. single swing is violently swaying back and forth but that's not all the anonymous man has captured because his work phone recorded something absolutely terrifying no way the dark creepy figure of a man can be seen standing motionless in front of a tree now what makes this footage so disturbing is that as you can see, the other phone didn't capture anyone standing there at all. Could it be that the park is haunted and a dark spirit apparition was mm. caught on camera? What do you think? You can watch this entire creepy video and many more over on the YouTube channel, Fourth Wall. The orphanage. <laughs> it looked like the shadow. No it looked like the shadow figure was wearing a polo shirt. Like you could see the collar and shit. Together, <laughs> Luis Manuel Mote and cameraman Odin set out to explore an abandoned orphanage in the middle of a forest. Oh, cool! Many children <laughs> lost their lives here under very Fuck. strange circumstances, and then others who stayed here claimed to experience terrifying paranormal activity. The large buildings of the orphanage were eventually all just abandoned. Luis and Odin begin to explore the orphanage grounds and they start to hear some very strange things. That is a setup, man. Holy shit. 
Good luck running with that thing on. <laughs> oh, Travis. A creepy moan can be heard coming from somewhere on the property. Luis and Odin are a bit freaked out by the bizarre sound, but continue to explore. That's when things take a terrifying turn. All right. Sacrifices. <laughs> For sure. Para qué lo ocuparán todo este rollo, güey, pero... Ah, no inventes, Odin, Odin, Odin. Te juro que entró... Hay alguien allá adentro. Wow. That's it, run for it. Go get it. The investigators spot someone Whoa. or something walking <laughs> past a window right in front of them. Hell yeah. They run inside, but there's no one there. My God. After a long night of exploring, Luis and Odin decide to call it a night and head home. After many requests from their viewers, the Terror Alex Dreamo team decide to go back to the orphanage one more time. And this time, the unexplained terrifying activity only seems to intensify. and Odin feel like something might be watching them from the darkness. No Even shit. though they feel surrounded by an entity that they can't see, they continue exploring. As they walk through a field to get to another building, they both see something that makes their blood run cold. Oh shit. Wow. It almost looks like someone dressed in white is walking through the building on the hill in front of them. They hurry to the structure to investigate, but find nothing. However, as they walk out of the building and look down the hill in front of them, they encounter another chilling surprise. Mira, Odin, Odin. Dime, dime, dime. Aquí, mira, mira, mira. Sí, 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 lo estoy viendo, hermano. No inventes. The fuck was that? ¿Sí lo tienes? Sí, lo agarré abajo. No inventes, güey. Like a giant sperm just <laughs> floating in the grass. Oh, man. Where are those dogs at? Did the dogs go after it? Hasta se movió las ramas. No shit, Se vio cómo se subió aquí, Odin. Pero se va arrastrando. Sí. Pero estas ramas se movieron. 
A strange, elongated, trailing white shape seems to float across the field and disappear into the bushes. Now, what the fuck Again, is the that? friends run over to investigate, but find no sign of what they captured on camera. So, did Luis and Odin record video evidence of some of the paranormal activity that drove everyone away from the orphanage? Quite possibly. Or is it all just an elaborate hoax? You decide. You can watch this entire two-part series with many more paranormal moments that I didn't feature here over on the YouTube channel, Terror Alex Jamo. Thanks so much for watching. Please follow me on Instagram here and on Twitter right there and also on Flip Flop. <laughs> See you next week. Nukes top five, huh? All right. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> wow. That was uh that was pretty cool. Um how do I feel about those videos? I don't know, man. It's really tough. I wish I had Matt here. He's uh my voice of reason. <laughs> um I know it's tough, man. You can fake so much shit. It's hard to say what's real and what's not. Um the idiot who never said goodbye on the Ouija board and had all that crazy shit happening, that seemed pretty legit. Um that poor dog. You know what I mean? Wow, what a piece of shit. I can't get over that. Um, but uh, the last one we just watched, I don't know. That's a tough one, too. They could just be doing some CGI for views. But it could be legit, too, man. This world is so strange. And speaking of strange, we're talking about Autech tonight. Um, I took some notes from some research I've done on Autech. Because I've heard of Autech, and I had heard that it was the Navy's Area 51 but I didn't know too much about it. I knew it was somewhere in the Bahamas and uh, that it was a, a government or a military facility for the U S Navy. And I didn't know all the details. So I dug up some details. So allegedly in 1958, president Eisenhower had a meeting with extraterrestrials. And in 1959, one year shortly after that, Autech was built. Now Autech is built in the Bahamas um, and like I said, it's known as the Navy's area 51 and Autech stands for the Atlantic undersea test and evaluation center. So that's where you get Autech from. Um, it's located in the Bahamas on what's called the tongue of the ocean, which is 110 nautical miles long, um, 20 nautical miles wide. And it goes as deep. It's, it's basically, it's basically an ocean basin and it, it goes as deep as 6,000 feet. So this is a pretty big facility in a very good location, right on the outskirts, if not in, I think it's on the outskirts of da, 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 the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. What an interesting location for the military to have a facility, especially an underwater facility. So <clears throat> allegedly this place is tied together with um, the Bermuda Triangle and could be harnessing some of the energies from the Bermuda Triangle, okay? It's also been theorized that possibly there's some sort of Atlantis or Atlantean connection. I don't know how true that is, but um, it, it begs the question, you know, especially when you talk about USOs, so the uh, unidentified submerged objects, you know? We hear about these UFOs, or now they call them UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, that go into the water and it's almost like the water can't even you know how like if you were to drop a ball and it hits the water it splashes and it like stops the inertia of the ball 
you know, when it hits that water, it's like hitting, you know, the ground, basically. Well, these objects apparently fly in the sky and go right into the water and it does not stop or slow them down. Um, and I really do wonder, you know, what happens at a facility like Autech? You know, are they testing, you know, submerged objects um, like like UFOs? You know what I mean? If we have. So what we've done, allegedly, is we've reverse engineered these alien crafts and they're known as ARVs, alien reproduction vehicles. Now, if we've been reverse engineering these things and we know that they can do all these crazy maneuvers up in the sky and go super fast, then I would imagine that we would try to do what they do underwater as well. So you would have to have a facility to do that. And one thing that I've been hearing a lot of too is that right off, um, I think it's by Catalina Island, but right off the coast of California, there's been some underwater um, photographs of what looks like a base. It definitely looks artificial and you can see the pictures online, but I wonder if there's a West Coast facility too. And there has been a lot of UFO activity and USO activity off the, off the off the California coast. So I I do not doubt that the Navy has some shit. You know, if Autech's the Navy's Area 51, I'm sure, you know, and especially if we've been doing these ARVs, these alien reproduction vehicles, I'm sure that they try to put them in the water. You know what I mean? Um, it's one reason why I'm not too scared of... Uh, any type of military conflict involving the United States. Cause I feel like, especially with all the other world governments seem really open to the idea of an alien presence here on earth. And it seems like they've been pretty forthcoming with some of the evidence that they have, but the United States has always kept a lid on it until recently when they started releasing this footage from the Navy. And, you know, you start hearing them talk about, you know, these are potential threats. You know, these these crafts are basically shutting down nuclear sites and doing things that we don't have the capabilities to do. And they're kind of acting like these will assume they're extraterrestrials. Uh, these extraterrestrials are a threat. But I keep thinking if these aliens with this technology that's hundreds, maybe thousands, who knows, maybe millions of years more advanced than ours you know if they have those types of capabilities they could end us no problem at all you know um and then you talk to people like okay well how do these you know if they've recovered crashed spacecraft you know they would have to have some sort of they can't be that advanced if we're able to take them down i don't know man if these things are if their propulsion systems are operated in, in some sort of way that interacts with the electromagnetic field that's around us all the time, then maybe a EMP, an, an electromagnetic pulse uh, weapon could bring them down. Um, who knows? But I, I just feel like if they wanted to take over Earth, if they wanted to exterminate us as human beings, I think they would have done it by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I'm not buying that they're hostile. I, I'm really not. And it seems like as soon as we 
learned how to split the atom, that's when we started seeing all these crazy uh, UFOs and stuff. So I think there's a connection. If you get into the if you get into ufology, you'll see that a lot of people have put these things together and said, well, you know, they didn't really start making their presence really known until we started messing with nuclear nuclear weapons and splitting the atom and coming up with the atom bomb. And it makes you wonder with our nuclear weapons, how crazy could we affect not just the planet? I mean, it's obvious we could blow ourselves to shit, but could we affect other civilizations? You know what I mean? And when I think about these other civilizations, I go, okay, let's just say in our solar system, there's no other life but us. I don't know if you guys ever have looked this up, but sometimes I forget just how small we really are. You know, if you look at the Milky Way galaxy, you know, beautiful, right? And then you go, okay, where are we at? Where are we at in the Milky Way? And then if you go online and you can see videos or pictures, it'll show you this little tiny dot. That's our solar system. Okay. (laughs) You know, in this giant Milky Way galaxy. And I believe that the Milky Way galaxy has more stars than the planet Earth has grains of sand. Wrap, like, let your mind wrap around that for a second. You know what I mean? It said that in our in our observable i think i think it was our observable universe cuz we haven't even been able to see i mean we've seen very far out but the universe is never ending or constantly expanding so they've theorized but there's like the math was like and i think it was in the milky way galaxy or in our observable universe but there's like 500 billion planets that could potentially sustain life <laughs> you know so I I, I think to myself, okay, let's say that these, let's say that these extraterrestrials are making it here to earth. They have to have some sort of, they have to have a way to travel through space and time. You know what I mean? They have to be uh, ultra dimensional. (laughs) You know, I just, the, the distance alone, like a light year. You know what I mean? And you're talking about, I think the Milky Way galaxy is some crazy, it's like 110, I don't know if it's 110,000 or 110 million, but it's light years and light years across. It is so unfathomably large that if these beings are making it here, they have some shit. (laughs) They have some technology that we can't even comprehend. You know what I mean? And it's, it's been said that these beings have tapped into consciousness and that that's like the ultimate secret um, that they they're beyond just, you know, regular technology as we know it, but there's something to do with consciousness. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Dr. Stephen Greer, but he's the guy who brought forth the disclosure project back in 2001. And he had hundreds of military um, and uh, a government official witnesses that are coming forward to say, this is what I experienced while I was in the military. So if you haven't looked up the Disclosure Project, look at the, uh, they did an event in Washington, D.C. back in 2001 at the National Press Club, where Stephen Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer, brought up all these witnesses to tell their stories and to say, hey, the government's been lying to everybody. We have seen shit. And they're talking about different alien races, and just crazy shit that is so beyond. Like every day we get up, we go to work and shit. <laughs> and then you think about this kind of stuff and you're like, wow, 
we are nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, I've been really getting into uh, Stephen Greer's documentaries. Um, I really liked uh, Unacknowledged. That's a good one. Um, you guys should look that one up. Um, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind really opened my mind to this whole consciousness thing because this guy, Dr. Stephen Greer, claims that he can do these CE5 encounters, these close encounters of the fifth kind, where you actually make contact with these aliens. Because his idea was, you know, he wanted to get together normal, regular people to get together and try to summon these crafts and try to communicate with them through consciousness and meditation. It's crazy. It's wild shit. Okay. Um, I see Brian's comment. He says, my thoughts are they made us and are acting like protective parents. Could be. It could be future us. You know what I mean? Or they could have seeded our planet and created us genetically. They genetically modified, you know, Homo erectus <laughs> uh, or uh, Neanderthals. They could have, you know, they could have, there could be some genetic ma manipulation in our history. You never know. Um, it's very possible. I don't even know what to believe anymore. All I know is that this whole idea of the universe being interconnected via consciousness is very intriguing to me. But um, I've been doing a lot of watching of these documentaries and this research that these people are doing about consciousness. And here's an interesting thing. They were talking in one of these documentaries that a bunch of scientists were placing random number generators, okay, all over the earth. And they realized that during crazy events that happened on our earth, like when Princess Diana died, things like that, that they were seeing these random number generators almost start, you know, coinciding, which is crazy because, you know, you talk about prayer and let's just say, let's say the whole world or at least a majority of the people prayed for world peace and just meditated on world peace that we could actually manifest that. But they were saying that during nine 11, they had the largest spike of um, of these random number generators, like almost being in sync, which is crazy. So I know they've done studies on like water, where if you play peaceful music around water, that if you look at it under a microscope, you can see like these crystallizations and they're really like, it's almost harmonious. But then you play some like death metal and shit and it's all just whacked out. Um, they say that plants are affected in that way. Positive energy makes good plants. Negative energy does not. So there's something I feel like this is more than just technology. I feel like there's something that has to do with consciousness. I really do, um, especially after watching Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. I was super interested and it's just so beyond the realm <laughs> of what we would nor what normal people would deem sane thought. Okay. Um, and it even sounds crazy when I, when I talk about it. And I think that's why so many people just kind of disregard this kind of topic or, or these subjects, because it just sounds so fantastical that it's like, there's no way that's possible. And if it is, it's so beyond, you know, our thought. But the reason why he's doing these close encounters of the fifth kind is because he wanted to create uh, a community of people that would act as diplomats, uh, diplomats, like a diplomatic community to let these extraterrestrials know uh, consciously that, hey, you know, there's good people on this earth, too. Not all of us want to shoot you down out of the sky. Not all of us are hostile. I think 
And what a lot of people theorize is that um, these aliens realize that we're hostile. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they just landed, you know, and they have uh, allegedly. Um, but you hear all these stories about them communicating telepathically and things like that, especially when you talk about EBEs, the uh, extraterrestrial biological entities that they allege that the U.S. military allegedly um, has had in our possession. We actually had from one of these crashes, supposedly we had a live alien and we were able to communicate with it telepathically. Okay. So it's like some, <laughs> some Independence Day shit, you know what I mean? Where he's like, <laughs> release me, release me. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that scene where the doctor gets like possessed <laughs> or the thing like attaches to him and he's like talking through the guy. Um, this is all telepathic communication. So that's why it was really interesting to watch Stephen Greer discuss the conscious aspect of this thing, the consciousness aspect. So going back to Autec, though, I, I really do think, you know, we we all know about Area 51 and we we hear about these um, dumbs, <laughs> deep underground military bases, a very real acronym, dumbs. We hear about these things. And I've heard stories in uh, Dulce, New Mexico, that they have an underground research facility and there's actually aliens there that are working with the U.S. government. I've heard stories that uh, we actually have outposts within our solar system, possibly on Mars. Um, I've been doing a lot of research into uh, the moon landings. I was, I was one of those guys who fell into the moon landings were fake thing for a long time. And then as I did more research, I started, and there was a witness for this uh, Stephen Greer disclosure project um, that said that we found a base on the backside of the moon, on the dark side of the moon. And it was like kept under wraps. And you look at all these, these photos and people that are discussing the moon landings being fake and they dissect these photos and say, oh, you can't see any stars, yada, yada, yada. Well, I've always been under the impression that NASA doctors these photos. And somebody took a lot of these photos, if not all of them, from the moon landings. And they put them in some program where they could play with the um, the, the tech stuff and, like, you know, see different color levels and variations and stuff. And what they were realizing was, oh, all these photos have been photoshopped because if you flip colors and stuff you can see the edits it's crazy um so from the pictures of the moon we really went there and they edited out structures that you can see on the moon allegedly um very interesting so now i believe that we did go to the moon i believe that we discovered some shit on the moon and i believe that's why we haven't been back because <laughs> they probably gave us some sort of warning like hey you know don't come back here we're gonna make it really tough on you guys um, but such crazy shit, man. Uh, when you dive deep into these subjects, you know, you can go down different rabbit holes. I'm sure there's so much misinformation that's in there to confuse people. Cause I mean, there's been points where, you know, cause I've been, I've been into paranormal Bigfoot, you know, cryptozoology stuff and ufology. How old was I? I'm 37 now going on 38 third grade is when I started really getting deep into this shit. How old was I in third grade? So it's been like 30 years. It's been like over 30 years, if my math is correct. Because in, 
so eight or nine. Yeah, so around so around 30 years, if not a little bit more than 30 years, I've been doing research on this stuff. And I've gone down so many different paths. The rabbit hole is so deep. And once you get in that rabbit hole, there's so many different ways to go down. It's like there's so much information that it, sometimes you just throw your hands up and go, I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you just come up with your own hypothesis. But I'm so interested in this shit because it's like the technology and the advancements in technology we've made since 47, since the Roswell incident, as it's well, well known as, um, there's been so much advancement in our technology that it's like, man, I think we've made more advancements in the 70 years <laughs> or whatever. Let's see, 1947. Yeah, we'll say, you know, going on 100 years, we've made so much. I know that math is way wrong. Um, we've made so many advancements in our technology that it begs the question, are we really that smart or did we have help? possibly from craft that we recovered that were crashed did we reverse engineer some of that technology i believe we did um i don't believe we're alone i think that's a ridiculous you know i guess you could get into the theological stuff and the religious stuff about we're the we're the only beings i just don't buy it i really don't not when you look up into the sky and you know you talk to these flat earthers and they say that the sky is fake I'm not buying any of that shit. Uh, I think we live on a round planet. I think we are in space and I don't believe we are alone. In fact, I kind of look at it like the star Wars thing. I think there's many different types of um, alien species. There has to be, there has to be, you know, unless it is all fake. What if the flat earthers are true? What if they're right? <laughs> you know what I mean? What if everything they're saying is true and uh, we live on a disc? Wouldn't that be crazy? Um, but I think there's some shit in Antarctica um, I'm just waiting for the government to come knocking on my door. Like, Hey, we heard you started this podcast. You're starting to say some crazy shit. Some of it seems to be right on board with what's actually happening. So we're going to need you to shut it down. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, any government officials that are watching this, you're going to have to pay me. Okay. <laughs> you have to pay me and Matt to shut this bitch down. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. So my advice to you guys, there's a couple documentaries I'd like you to watch. First of all, I'd like you to go on YouTube and look up the disclosure, the disclosure project by Dr. Stephen Greer and listen to the testimonies of these government and military officials and people within the government and the military that are disclosing what they've experienced while they were serving. Um, some of their stories are fantastical, uh, absolutely insane, really hard to believe if you don't have an open mind. I have an open mind. So when I listen to these people, I listen with an open mind and I try to, I feel like I'm a decent judge of character. So when I watch these people, I'm like, okay, these people seem like they're on board. And some of them are so passionate about what they've seen. It's like, man, hard for me not to believe this guy, you know, no matter how crazy their stories are. Um, so yeah, look into uh, the disclosure project then watch unacknowledged and then watch close encounters of the fifth kind very crazy shit i will tell you that right now um it definitely opens your mind and makes you start thinking god maybe there is something maybe there is something to this whole consciousness thing at least that's what i'm thinking now you know um th there has to be especially when you travel such vast distances um there has to be something to do with consciousness and bending space time. 
uh, these civilizations, we have to remember, like I said, they could be millions of years advanced, millions of years. Maybe they've already had all their wars. Maybe they finally realized, hey, war is not the answer. You know, humans, we're primitive. Come on, look at what's going on in the world. We are primitive morons. <laughs> I'm sure the aliens are just looking at us like a, a science experiment. Like, look at these fucking morons. <laughs> you know what I mean? I almost feel bad that they have to waste their time coming here. You know, I'm sure there's some more interesting civilizations. But then again, we're humans and we're fucking nuts. We are nuts. Um, the fact that we would actually like try to shoot these things down because there is foot there is such crazy footage that they've been hiding from us and then not many people i mean there's only so much they can hide they just i think that the people the powers that be i think they go you know what let these guys try to research this shit they're going to see that it's such a deep rabbit hole they're going to get so lost maybe a few of them will get it right but there's no way that anybody can get it all 100 correct but i think if we all just open our minds and do some research and see what's really going on. I think that we'll all start going. We'll start putting the puzzle pieces together. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I've been doing for the past 30 years. <laughs> a little bit at a time. A little bit here and there. Um, this podcast has really given me a chance to like dive real deep back into it. And really look at this stuff. Because if you look at these. I mean we talk about it on the show all the time. These ancient civilizations with these structures. That it's like how the fuck did they build that shit? You know, we're, we're talking about, you know, primitive ancient civilizations that didn't have that didn't have technology to build these structures in the way that they were built. Did we have help from extraterrestrials? Who knows? I'm starting to lean towards. I feel like there's been some alien intervention in our past. I really do. And I think that I think as we advanced and we started creating these weapons, I think they're they backed off a little bit and said, OK, all right, they're getting out of control. <laughs> the question is. Would they ever come back to try to to rein us in a little bit? I don't I don't know. Maybe. But you got the U.S. government, man, they, they got to go in there. The military, you know, the military industrial complex is like I, I have to put myself in their shoes and I'm, I'm thinking to myself. Yeah, if we manage to get, if we manage to recover crashed spacecraft that are extraterrestrial in origin, uh, as a military person, I would have to go, yes, <laughs> let's take that shit back to our little science labs. Let's break it down. Let's figure out how the fuck these things work. Because if we can get these vehicles to work, then we will be the superior power on this planet. And I think these suckers, I think that they are just power hungry. And they know if they have, if they can harness this, this technology. I think that, I think that, I think as humans, we're cocky and I think we're going, okay, let's re let's reproduce their shit. Let's figure out their tech. That way, if they come back, we'll be ready for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think that's the case. I, th I think that they are watching what the fuck we do. Who knows? They could have, there could be alien hybrids walking among us. We don't even know. You know what I mean? How crazy is that? They might just be like uh, just monitoring us from real close. We might have aliens in the government. You never know. And it sounds crazy. But I mean, look at the world. It's a crazy world we live in. And I don't think we have all the answers. Although I think that, you know, some people think that we do. <laughs> I don't think that we have control of shit. And I think if the aliens really wanted to come down and fuck us up, I think they could. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think that's beyond their capabilities, especially when you think about how far they had to travel to get here. If, you know, cause I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that any planet in our solar system is capable of supporting life in the way that we know it. Um, but it begs the question, where are these things from? You know, I've heard Zeta Reticuli. I've heard the the Andromeda galaxy or whatever. Um, I just, when you do the research and you look into this shit, it gets crazy. It gets so crazy sometimes. And I'm sure that some of you that have looked into this shit and really thought about it, I'm sure you've just been like, this is so crazy. I can't even, I can't even wrap my hand around it. I got other shit to do. I got bills to pay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel that way myself. Um, but uh, with facilities like Autech and Area 51 and God knows all these dumbs, these deep underground military bases, who knows what they got going on? You know what I mean? And I do think that we've reproduced some alien crafts. And if you listen to the Disclosure Project and these guys that are talking about being in the military and being part of these programs, where there's smoke, there's fire, folks. And when you have hundreds, literally hundreds of witnesses coming forward, because it's like, they can't kill us all. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can. <laughs> but, uh, man, it gets deep, folks. Super deep. And I just don't, even if one of those testimonies is right then there's some shit going on that we as a civilization should know about. But they're afraid if they tell us the truth, we won't be able to handle it. And frankly, I believe them. Could you imagine the repercussions, you know, religiously? <laughs> you know, um, I still think there's a higher power. And when I think about the vastness of the universe, I go, of course, there has to be a higher power. I don't think it's a guy in a white robe with a white beard and shit, you know, playing the harp. I don't think it's that, you know, living in the clouds. Um, I think it, I think it has to do with consciousness. Uh, you know, the whole one with the universe thing. I really think there's something to that, but as far as Autech goes, there's a lot of witnesses that there's people that have claimed to work at that site. So I would encourage you to go out there and try to find those videos. I don't know if I could play those. I know that there's some stuff on YouTube. If you just look up Autech, you can find some um, some UFO shows that actually talked allegedly to uh, employees of Autech and their experiences. Um, I watched a few of those. Very, very interesting. Um, but some shit is definitely going on in our skies and in our oceans. So, you know, UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, and USOs. Okay? So, you know, do do with that information what you will. But uh, I definitely encourage you guys to go watch those documentaries that I mentioned. Um, you could even just look up Dr. Stephen Greer. He's been on the Joe Rogan show. But the problem with Joe Rogan, you know, so many people just take everything he says as fact. But the problem is, I don't think Joe Rogan has as open a mind as he claims. Because he had the, the world's most reasonable Bigfoot guy on, Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum. And he was explaining to Joe, you know, the the um anatomical features in these footprints and in the way these creatures like patty from the patterson gimlin film walk and joe rogan just denies it that's a guy in a monkey suit you know but he's been having a lot of uh, he's been talking uh, joe rogan's been talking a lot about aliens and ufos and shit and uh 
you know, I kind of wonder what's going on there. But, uh, you know, he had Bob Lazar on, which was a great episode. I suggest you go watch that. But, you know, if you're one of those people that listens to Joe Rogan all the time, you just have to, you know, don't trust his word as fact. And if he blows something off as bullshit, just because it's Joe Rogan doesn't mean it's true. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of shit that he's called bullshit on there. I'm like, man, I don't think you've done the research. Uh, he had Stephen Greer on his show, and he basically called the guy crazy. He even had Steven Tyler, yes, that Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, on his show. And even Steven Tyler was like, hey, dude, you got to check out Dr. Stephen Greer, Close Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And Joe Rogan kind of blew him off like, oh, it's a Stephen Greer guy. It's like, I don't know, man. I kind of, I'm kind of on board with Stephen Greer. So if you don't know who Dr. Stephen Greer is, definitely check his stuff out. S-T-E-V-E-N-G-R-E-E-R, Stephen Greer. Dr. Stephen Greer. Look at his stuff. Um, you start watching his stuff and you'll start seeing, you know, the same. You'll start putting together some of the things that I've put together. So it's definitely worth looking into some of my favorite documentaries when it comes to the subject. Um, but yeah, guys, <laughs> aliens are real. Okay. And hey, we all know what we say all the time on the show. Anything is possible. Thank you for joining me tonight. It's been an hour long show. I managed to do it by myself. Nobody joined me. I was super disappointed. And every single one of you that could have joined me that didn't. <laughs> but I understand it's super late. It's 11.15 p.m. here on the West Coast. And uh, we'll be back next week for another exciting episode of Talking Paranormal. I don't have my notes for uh, what the next episode is supposed to be. Because we asked for ideas. And we got a lot of them. And I wrote them down somewhere here. But I take so many notes all the time. What the hell is that? Oh, cool. I forgot about that. Neat. Um, I thought I had it written down somewhere here. Oh, okay. <laughs> here it is. The list. So, Giants and Cyclops, we covered that on the last episode. Autech, we just covered that. Um, I was hoping Dustin from uh, Dutch Guy's Garage was going to jump on. And uh, I know that Autech has their own version of Bob Lazar, I think. Um, but the, the next episode is supposed to be on the craziness of the music industry. So I have my thoughts on that <laughs> and all the weird satanic shit that goes on in the music industry right in front of our eyes, all the satanic imagery and the, uh, symbolism. Um, but Matt knows a gal that works in the music industry and we were going to have her on as a guest. I don't know if Matt can put that together, but I'll talk to him this week and see if he can get in touch with her. Um, and see just what she might know, but I'll, it's another aspect of shit I get into is that weird occult and the esotericism, um, the esoteric shit. Uh, I get into that too. Not like I practice it, but there's some weird shit going on with that too. Um, just the, the demonic shit. Uh, it's crazy. So we'll talk a little bit about that next week and hopefully Matt will be back. Hopefully I'll be here <laughs> and, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Once again, thank you for joining me. Anything is possible. This was Talking Paranormal. My name is Chris Albrecht, and we will see you next week.